With clause, um, it's just is it an E at the end or it's just S A U S E. It's an E at the end. It's an E instead so. of clause? I feel I like it's so. a, I think I feel like it's just C L A U S. Yeah, it's no E. Okay, could be. Okay. I don't know. I thought there was an E. I mean I'm trying to picture it in my head. Because I'm thinking of calls, like or you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> without the L. So yeah. as long as anyway. you don't spell it like claws, then it's <laughs> right, right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. With, with a K. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to do it again today, uh, Kelly? Bosses coming, boom shakalaka. Top of the world, right, Kelly? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that either. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Worst Ones Podcast. My name is Rudy Wilson. I'm one of your hosts. We got Kelly Leezy in the building, Terry Weezy in the building. Uh, we are all PKs. We are all hosts of this podcast. Shout out to Janessa Rowland or Rolezy, if you want to keep the trend going. Uh, in her absence, she is studying and moving and being tired and trying to revive the ghetto garden and <laughs> drinking Dunkin' Donuts and uh, all that type of stuff. So um, we we uh, normally have guests uh, hosting her plays, but we didn't have one for today. It's just the three of us. So you've seen this before. You're used to it. Um, Terry. Yes, sir. I, I want to start with you today because I'm. I'm this is the second time you've been in front of this painting on this podcast. And I oh. think I, I love it even more the second time. I mean, it's, this is just a really wonderful painting. I'm, so we, <laughs> we, we can start with you with how your day is just. So. Mm. Let me I, turn I, I love this one too. It reminds me of like Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It very, does. very dope. I love it. Yeah. Home yeah, goods, man. 30 bucks. Love them. You feel me? Yeah. How are you though? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Uh, I think I got to see comedy's going good. Uh, you know, I got to see uh, my brother here for the last week. I don't get to see him very often. He lives in uh, Idaho. Uh, yeah, so it was nice to uh, to get together. Uh, you know. Yesterday when I had to bump out, that's where I was going. I had to go over to the uh, Top Golf, play some with my dad and him. Oh, fine. In Idaho, do they do they make the joke about like Idaho? No, Utah. Do they do that? Um, I bet they. I bet they don't. But I bet people who visit do, and they're just like enough already. Well, I've, yeah, right. I've never visited, but definitely I know growing up, even in Atlanta, like that was that was definitely a big joke growing up in, in the black neighborhood. Sure, sure. Idaho, no Utah. Oh, Utah, no Idaho. <laughs> Goodness gracious. No, there's a lot of nothing. I've been to Idaho. There's a lot of nothing. It's a whole bunch of nothing everywhere you go. Potato fields? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess. (laughs) I guess, but other than that, uh, no, he's a a fireman up there. So nice. But he likes the wilderness, so he likes being out in the wilderness. Are there a lot of fires up there? Is he Um, a lot of fires, or is he? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but th- I know that they're joint like we are here, so it's fire and paramedic together. Mm-hmm. So it's not just fires. In fact, down here, uh, 
I used to be an EMT way back in the day and I worked with some of the fire departments uh, and 95% of the calls you go on to are medical related. Mm. You know, if you don't include like <clears throat> car accidents, but I include that in medical related because very few cars burst into flames. We have very few fires down here. So. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Fair enough. Kelly Lee. I have a question. Um, that I meant to ask you guys earlier on. So since our reunion um, or our in-person podcast, have you guys been in the same place again together? Yeah, yeah we did a mm -hmm. comedy show together down mm -hmm. in Miami. In Miami. Mm -hmm. Yes, I said, I was looking through both of your Instagrams and I'm like, they both have the same red... It's boot. red bar, yeah. Yeah, that's the like name a of red it. background. Yeah. I think Terry and Rudy are together again without the rest of us. Um, well, to start be doing, fair, start doing comedy. What do you <laughs> right. To to be fair, it, we we could have that could have happened without us being there on the same night, but it did just so happen to that we were there on the same night. Though. I said, was it playing that way? Like I didn't know if one person invited the other well, person. Or no, I didn't know he was going to be he, there. I was working yeah, on that show. Yeah, he was already on the show. Yeah, and I and I just happened to be in town and, and knew the host type shit. So yeah, oh. Rudy was doing a drop in. Interesting, yeah. and that was like the week after, or a couple of days after. Yeah, it wasn't it was too like, much longer. Yeah, it was like the next week. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, when I saw it go up both on your Instagrams, well, I saw the red background, mm -hmm. which was, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, wait a minute, that looks like the same place. And then I went mm -hmm. to go do my, my female investigation. Um, and so <laughs> that it was the same place, but I forgot to ask you. I'm glad you, um, I'm glad you called us cheating. All right. <laughs> <laughs> definitely cheated. I they, they cheated right. on me. Right. <laughs> Just like a woman, always getting cheated on us. No, I'm doing well. Mm. I, uh, I I can't complain. Um, busy. Think like I said. I think I said that it's busy week. I had a lot of meetings today. Do you have um, something to complain about or that you just won't complain about, or you don't have work, anything to complain about? Gotcha. Work is a, is this week is is crazy in terms of work. Um, but things have been working out well. Um, I'm also doing, and I don't even know if you're supposed to talk about this, preachers kids. You can let me know. But my church is doing a fast this week. Um, and so I, I heard you're not supposed to, but you know, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's the purpose, and Terry may know the purpose in which you're telling people that you're on mm, a fast. But, mm, mm. Um, but I'm gonna say it for this person, purpose. Um, I, I really think that that has alleviated a lot of the stress that I probably would have typically had mm. um, as it relates to the craziness and the busyness of this week. Cause this is like a abnormally busy week, mm. but I really feel like, you know, in that fasting space, um, you commune and connect with, with God a little more than usual. At least I do. Um, and I really feel like that that has helped settle me um, mm. this week. So it's been good. Um, like I said, busy but good. I can't complain. I usually try to sleep more during fast, so I won't feel it as much. And I'm trying to get through the days faster. That's the thing because I've been up earlier, um, and it's not a, a total like water only fast. There's no meat. Hey, <laughs> that cat looks pissed. <laughs> I thought you get a kick out of that. Oh, cutie. That cat looks pissed. Um, I'm allergic to cats, by the way. Random She's not fact. happy. Um, but it's no meats, no sweets, no carbs. Um, oh, okay. So you're not like so truly I'm not, fasting. Like, not, not, yeah. So I'm not like not, not eating. Because yeah. I've it, never it. understood the fasting thing. 
my dad used to do it all the time. He still does it every once in a while. And he doesn't, when he fasts, it's no joke. No, like, like no food at all, no. It's no not. food at all, water and vitamins, that's all he'll do. For how and, long? Um, uh, his longest was a month. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. That's, that's, that's tapping into a whole nother level. Oh, yeah, no. tapping into a whole nother level. Now, I, I have done it myself, but I did it more as like a cleanse, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, just for you know just to feel physically better right, uh, right, right so i would still drink like chicken broth and take vitamins and stuff like that but mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, i will say that once you get over the first day or two like you do really start to feel better but he says it helps him commune closer to god right you know? yeah i mean when you're not thinking about um what I'm going to eat every second and what's for dinner or what's, you know, you, it does free up a little more time to, and if you're intentional about how you use that time. But you, but you have to, but you have to be in that mindset because if right. you are fasting and you're hungry, you're definitely thinking about food. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. like, so, so I think it gives you where the communion with God is because you now have to be disciplined to, to deny that comfort zone to say, okay, instead of me going to uh, uh, happy hour with the girls, eating, drinking, whatever, I'm going to instead pray or whatever it is that you're doing in, in the stead. And then that's what that's what gives you that more focus to hear from God because you're not putting yourself in that comfort zone. But, right. if, you, but if you don't have that mindset, speaking of myself, <laughs> if you don't have that mindset, you will definitely be like, all right, I'm about to fast. And then you know 12 hours later you... <laughs> oh the first day is the hardest by far mm. first day is, is... I, mean, I, ain't, I ain't i ain't praying to nothing yeah i am i am debating <laughs> have i gone too far and, and i should just keep going or i just started so i can go ahead and eat that's what that'd be my debate right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, no. I, I just wanted to clear it up. Sorry to cut you off. No, 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 you're fine. No, and I definitely get that because as I was saying, I think you, you know, kind of brought together what I was saying is that typically um, when I'm stressed, like I said, this abnormally busy week that I've had or mm. um, that I'm having, um, I stress eat. Um, I mm. go to alcohol. Mm. Um, and so it has taught me or it has helped me to, to find like, another way to cope. What you drinking um, right now? You said what? What you drinking right now? Water. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> water um but it helped me to find a like i said a, a different way to cope to go to god first versus the refrigerator um so i think that's been helpful and definitely like i said and i feel better um then like i said i think i would have otherwise so. you feel better because your body's cleaning out and eh, maybe that's it yeah that's what <laughs> that's that's what i it's a mixture it's a spiritual a physical a mental a emotional it's a it's a whole person journey. to be honest i and no offense to anybody who fasted for religious reasons i just always thought it was kind of silly like like god doesn't want this out of you it, it's the same way i feel with the catholics and and lent you know uh like a lot of catholics will give up whatever they love the most for 40 days for lent mm -hmm. um you know and the, the reason they do that in their uh in catholicism is it's a tribute to christ's suffering you know, so to quote like a, Dreg, a Greg Giraldo joke, you know, so you're not going to eat chocolate for 40 days, just like dying on a cross. You know, like it's it doesn't it just doesn't seem like something, you know, for a modern era that that God would actually appreciate. I don't 
Well, I've appreciated this time. I I think it makes you feel great physically. I fa- uh, I did a five day fast slash cleanse uh, not too long ago, um, and uh, and I felt amazing by the end. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that came out of me was okay. crazy. All right, probably like food I ate like ten years ago. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. For that nice visual. Okay. Well, <laughs> If you do a full fast where it's liquids only, like, yeah, stuff's coming out. So. Understood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Well, I'm, I'm doing one. Just biology. All right. How are you? Still eating. Um, you know, life's great, man. I wake up every day. I thank God for the freedom that I have, you know, the health that I have. You know, I'm out here chilling, man. You know what I'm saying? I get to walk around looking scruffy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and and in the words of Tabitha Brown, that's my business. <laughs> yeah, um, your sister posted some pictures um, the other day of um, for your mom's birthday of the three was, of you, and I'm like, was, look at your short hair, Rudy. I said he looks so <laughs> young and youthful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still youthful and young. I just, I just, I just don't look it. <laughs> so young and youthful. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely a baby face under this beard, but you know. Oh. You know. Everybody, everybody. Oh, you don't want to see me without facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> Even at forty, like I can take off 10, 15 years easy if I shave, but I look ridiculous. I believe it. Didn't you? Did you give us a picture for the gram with no? No, maybe you didn't. With no, no facial not hair? not without facial hair. That's, okay. <laughs> unless I was a child. No, we haven't done those yet. Gotcha. All right. Well, it's on you, Terry. Tell the people what we're talking about today. It's that time of year. Is the existence of Santa Claus a problem when it comes to, you know, religion and churches? Basically, is it okay if a church puts a Santa Claus in their Christmas decorations? Mm. Are, they, are they doing something wrong? Mm. I don't know if I've ever even seen that before. I, mm. I have, and it was a scene, man. <laughs> there was a, there was a scene. So, just imagine you see the nativity scene, and but but, <coughs> but, but Santa there looking over in, in the. <laughs> In the, in the little basket, like, the look at this. wise men and Santa. <laughs> and Santa, <laughs> and right. Santa got right. Santa got his gifts. <laughs> the reindeer and the sled parked in the corner. I'm not, I'm not even joking. I would, I would seriously get a tattoo of that. Just just because that is the funniest image I've ever thought of in my life. <laughs> like, Santa was there with gifts. And put, like, with a the, speech the, bubble of it with the, over right. his face. Like, what's up, dude? You know? <laughs> Ho ho ho! Right. right. <laughs> now it's gonna say you don't mind if I celebrate with you. <laughs> can we share this day? I can't. Well, they already do. Well, wow. you know, That's they brought him frankincense and gir- and myrrh and gold. Maybe, maybe uh, Santa brings him a PS Five. About right. That? I said Santa gonna bring toys. He gonna yeah. bring real yeah. <laughs> What's a baby gonna do with myrrh? Come on. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm definitely getting that tattoo. I'm just I cannot do it. <laughs> I'm definitely getting it. Absolutely. So Santa then with this tattoo, then what is your response to this question? Is there a problem with Santa Claus's existence? 
Well, if he's getting a tattoo of it, I would think he'd say no. That's, that's well, see the thing. But see the thing about this, I'm getting a tattoo. See, as a as a comic, Terry, obviously you would know this. I'm 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 looking at the joke to make the point. So if I get a tattoo of Santa at the nativity scene with a bubble that says, "Can I share this day with you?" That's me obviously saying that people don't give a fuck about it being Jesus's birthday, as opposed to the whole Santa Claus thing. Which now is it a problem for me? I would have to I have to think deeper about that for the sake of this podcast because for for me Santa never existed so I never cared who it was a problem for or not I guess so to speak but um, I mean does it hurt? Uh, I mean I think it I think it does hurt but I think it hurts just as much as I think the rest of the you know the the festivities of. The Easter Bunny and oh, I was gonna say, don't even get us started. We're gonna wait for that one. No, 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 no. I'm not talking. I'm talking about strictly Christmas. I'm not talking Mm. about Easter. I'm talking about strictly Christmas. Like, well, the the whole the whole festivities of Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Okay. To to me, takes takes away from the reason for the season, equal to Santa Claus. I don't think Santa Claus alone is the problem. I just think he's a part of the whole problem, especially if you're talking about the Christian's belief of what, you know, uh, Christmas is all about. Well, be- before we before we get all the way into that, we also need to say we need to talk about how Christ was born in spring, not in winter. Uh, his birthday was I mean, decided that, to be. But, that, but I'm saying, but that's, a, that's irrelevant to, to what It is kind of relevant. I no, but I'm, but I'm saying, but I'm, it does, I'm saying it's not like Santa Claus is only allowed to come out during in December. I understand. Like if, let if me they, finish it. If they change uh, it to the spring, it would be the same thing. So I'm saying. Okay, well, let me, let me finish it. Um, no, because then it would be two different holidays because you got to remember Santa Claus, he isn't here for Christmas. He wasn't invented for Christmas. The, the date of Jesus's birth was actually decided upon way after he died at the Council of Nicaea. And they chose December 25th because that was the winter solstice used by the pagans, and they were trying to convert the pagans to Christianity. So they basically just took the holiday and said, no, 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 this is when Christ was born. So, but uh, uh, Santa Claus was invented for a different day. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it's a European holiday. It's actually, uh, it's St. Nick's Day or St. Nicholas Day, which is actually on the 15th in December. 14th right. or 15th. Right. But, but what I'm saying is this. Re- regardless of how the days lined up, there's a lot of distractions when it comes down to the Christian belief. Now, when it comes down to the world, all of this shit doesn't matter because they don't give a damn about Jesus or whatever. But I'm saying if you're, if you're trying to do the whole, like, by the book Christian household bit, then Santa would be a problem. But to me, it's just not a bigger problem than all the rest of the distractions as well. Is what I'm saying. Sure, I mean the the commercial the commercialization is way worse than Santa ever was. But I mean, he's yeah, he's just, he's just the star of the show. He's he's the he's, you know what I'm saying like he's the the face of the brand, but he he he's not like single handedly like slaying Jesus with you know what you know what I'm saying <laughs> like he's not yeah. you know that's what I'm saying. So so, so I, I don't I don't know if if Saint Nick himself. Is the problem, I, and I do get why parents would want you know their kids to believe in it. You get your kids to behave like if you don't behave, you don't get gifts. You know, like I get it. You know, I mean, you you 
you, you don't want to tell your kids that you're actually putting a dollar under their pillow to throw their tooth in the trash. Like you say the tooth fair. So like I get the whole. Some people do. Some people want to remove <laughs> all the magic from a child's life as soon as possible. <laughs> but I'm saying like I get No, they the whole... do. Seriously. Right. I'm saying I, 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 I get both sides. Like I get the it's a kid, the fairy tale, whatever. But at the same time, me being a kid who never got the chance to believe in the Santa Claus. And I didn't and we didn't even. Like we weren't even stripped of Santa Claus with the the teaching of he's the devil or whatever. It's just we, your parents, are getting you gifts because your friends are getting gifts and you're too young to not understand. <clears throat> but at the same time, we're gonna bake this cake for Jesus. We're gonna sing happy birthday to Jesus because this is his birthday. We're gonna do XYBZ, we're gonna do whatever because so it so we never got the like the bashing of Santa speech. It's just so what, it sounds. It sounds like your parents just wanted the credit for the gifts. Be like, no, no, Santa didn't get you those. We did. All right. Well, no, but see, they didn't even do that. Cause see, my mom would even be my my, my mom's so spiritual. I'm not even being funny. She would say she would even say like, no, thank. Like, we'd be like, thank you, mom, for the gifts. No, she'd be like, no, thank God because he gave me the job <laughs> to, to have the means to get this gift. Like All that's right. how, that's how, I'm That's I swear. I'm not even being funny. That's how deep she used to go with it. So. My opinion on Santa Claus is kind of just whatever because I just never really had one. But I'll close it here. And Kelly, you can you, please go. Um, but once again, the point I'm making is Santa Claus is a problem, but he's not the sole problem. I feel like all of it together, when, you, when you're trying to do the Christian Jesus reason for the season route, is a problem. So I would agree with um, some of that in terms of um, Santa Claus definitely takes away from the reason for the season, um, for sure. Um, I mean, as we've talked about, my dad has been in ministry all of my life. Now, he hasn't been like a senior pastor, um, but he's been in youth ministry mm. and in some form of ministry all of my life. Um, and I grew up believing, I, I guess I believe that there was a Santa Claus and I used to get gifts from Santa um, and my parents. Mm -hmm. um, That's but, what happened to me. <laughs> yep. And yeah, I would get gifts from Santa and my parents mm -hmm. and we would sing happy birthday to Jesus um, and pray and, and read the, um, the story of Jesus' birth mm -hmm. and go to church mm -hmm. and all of that, too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so I got a kind of a mixture of both. Um, probably kind of like you said, Rudy, except your mom took out the Santa Claus piece of it. This is what everybody else is doing. And mm -hmm. so I'm going to get you gifts too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Santa Claus is such a, a mainstream idea. Hey, there's another one. But did mm -hmm. you, but did you, did Ooh, you like super black? We're just real yeah. quick before you keep going. Did your, did yours, I guess, gift giving or whatever, or the, or wh when did the Santa Claus thing stop? Cause for, and, and I really reason I say that cause we, there was a never a Santa Claus stop for us, but there was a gift giving stop because you're now old enough to realize you don't have to get gifts with everybody else. So what? But I know you still get gifts, but what was the Santa Claus cut so off? I point? can't. Rem I mean, I can't exactly remember when the Santa Claus thing stopped. I mean, I guess late elementary school, probably mm -hmm. early middle school. I don't know. Yeah, for um, me, it was when we figured it out. Yeah, I said I can't really? even really remember. Okay, we can stop now. Yeah, but getting but but to be honest with you, my mom is so funny, so silly. She'll still put a gift under the tree and put two Kelly mm. from Santa. Mm. Um, yeah, know, but that's just being cute. Right, I said you know? I said be, you know, <laughs> yeah. and she does it. And a part of it, I think she does it because my nephews, at least my well, 
my oldest nephew was 12. So, of course, he's like, oh, my gosh, there's no Santa. Um, mm-hmm. My youngest <laughs> is, <laughs> you know, he's at the No, age. I just love, I love when kids tell you there's no Santa, but they they do it with, like, such arrogance. They're like, right. there's no Santa. It's like you just believed in him last year. <laughs> and he loves to tell Where is his arrogance coming from? Right. His brother, who was five years older than him, like, what do you like? There's no Santa. Um, just five years ago, you felt like less than that. You thought there was a Santa too. But like you said, right. he's so arrogant with it. Like, no, there's not. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna make a joke out of that. So, um, I'm just yeah. saying, so Rudy, don't take it. <laughs> because um, trust me, sure. Know, my mom will write, you know, and she, and I don't even know why my mom needs to give a gift to her grandkids and say from Santa. you know but my mom does that too so in the effort of everyone um you know like i said she's still cute in the in the sense of she'll still put to santa but i that i definitely always knew the reason for the season and we celebrated like we went to church um we didn't we didn't wake up maybe when i was young we would wake up and open gifts first um But as I got older, gifts were not the first thing we did in the morning. Mm. Um, gifts came after church. Mm. Um, yeah, that's sad. <laughs> gifts came after church. <laughs> that's um, that's so sad to me because some of my greatest childhood memories are you waking up on Christmas morning and just running out to the tree. Agree, and, and just to see what had come. You know, right? No, and I remember those days too when I believed in Santa. I think also when we when we knew there wasn't a when I knew there wasn't a Santa anymore. Mm. In all right, well, you know, what are the gifts after Christmas? But I definitely have those same memories of waking up early in the morning, running downstairs to see you know bikes and easy bake ovens and baby dolls and all of, like I can remember that vividly as well. Um, but I think after a certain point, probably like I said, probably that transition to Santa's not real. Then it was okay. We're gonna do it after church. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I mean, it got that way sometimes, but uh, not really, because <clears throat> one, once my parents got divorced, we had to split the day. That's what my mm-hmm. parents came to. So my mom's time was the morning. She always wanted the okay. morning. We make Christmas breakfast and do all this, uh, and then you know about two o'clock or so, it was off to dad's for Christmas dinner and all that. So. Got it. Got so it. we it was a different structure for me. Would your experience have been any less if none of your gifts ever said Santa Claus on them, but you still got them? Well, my parents only did one. Well, uh, well I'm saying, well, no, I'm, I'm saying like they would get they would get us a bunch of gifts, and it would say mom and dad, but then there would always be one that says Santa because Santa only brings you one gift. Got uh, but what I'm saying is, but 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 I'm saying, but if you got that same amount of gifts, like if you just say if your parents got their parents' name is on twelve gifts, Santa name is on one, that thirteenth gift. If you still got thirteen gifts and there was never a Santa name, you never got the, to believe in the whole Santa Claus figure. Would that have robbed your Christmas experience of waking up in the morning, going under the tree, seeing gifts? Opening I see up? what you're saying. Uh, no, I I think it probably would have done a lot more than that, um, because when you're when you're growing up, the biggest thing, and I I think everybody can agree to this, the biggest thing when you're growing up uh, is you just want to be like everybody else. You want to be normal. You want to be accepted. Um, so if you are the one kid in your fourth grade class, he says, "What did Santa bring you?" Says, Nothing. <laughs> I guess I wasn't good enough this year. You know, right, what but, I mean? I'm, but I'm saying, but I'm not saying for somebody who's not getting a gift. I'm saying you're getting gifts. Yeah, no, I get it. 
I, right. I get it, but you didn't right. get one from Santa. It's like, no, I just got gifts from my parents. I guess Santa hates me. So yeah. with that, right, the, the your parents would definitely have to explain to you that yeah. Santa isn't real. You know, so you would have to have those conversations early on, you right. know, that Santa isn't real. But even when I think about um, raising my own children, I don't want my child to be the one in the first grade at Christmas time saying everybody that Santa isn't real. Like, I don't want my child to be that that killjoy. Like, I don't I don't I don't what want you mean killjoy. You mean ostracized completely? <laughs> right? like, I don't I don't want to be that, you know. And so I don't I, like Kelly. She ruined Christmas. Right. <laughs> right. But, but, but that but that, that I mean, that's not synonymous. They don't just because they have a, an awareness of anything. I just like your kids are going to be raised that Jesus is real, but that doesn't, you know, but you don't want them to tell like a kid who's like a Buddhist or an atheist or whatever, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's, you can always tell your child, like, this is what we believe, but everybody doesn't believe it. So don't ruin whatever, but that doesn't mean that they have to. Yeah, that could be counterproductive though. That, that could be counterproductive because there all throughout human history, there's been roughly around 3000 different religions, Right. Right. So basically, you're just teaching them that, you know, there's 2,999 other religions that you don't believe in, but just this one. And that's going to create seeds of doubt in them saying, almost immediately. How many people believe in, in all 3,000 religions, though? Well, hardly none, because if you believe in one, you have to believe in the other. But then it opens the door of like, well, why are there 3,000? if this is just the right one. And then I'm just saying like right. it can, it, for the right kid, it's going to open up a lot of questions and a lot of doors that you're probably not going to want to answer. Right. But what I'm go ahead. No, no, go, go, go for it. Go ahead. No, I was about to say to that, to that point, but at six, seven years old in first, second grade, um, students aren't having conversations about um, is Jesus real that Christmas is most definitely a conversation that they're having in gifts and parties and all of that thing. Sure. Definitely a conversation that you're having in early middle school. They're not having in-depth conversations I mean, about. I was. I definitely have for sure. I was not. I, well, I will say in these times today. I think it's, I think it's, I think it would be even worse now because of the more exposure they have. I think their conversation yeah. can get deeper. Oh, hundred percent. Kids are I way deeper now. But what I'm telling you is I've been in the school system working at an elementary school for 10 years. I promise you their conversations are, are not that they don't have conversations about religion, um, but their conversation, they have more conversations about Christmas and gifts during this time of year. Right. Oh, than sure. They do about but, but let's what remember, saying, they're still but, selfish little creatures. But, but, what, but, what I, but what I'm saying is, but if, if what you believe in what you're teaching your child is what you believe in what you're teaching your child, why not let that be for everything as opposed to everything except this one thing? Because you don't want your child to ruin it for somebody else. Like, like if like you could teach your child anything. Like if you could teach your child, if somebody hits you, you don't hit them back. But then somebody at school could tell them otherwise. And then, you, you know, it's always, you know what I'm saying? There's always something that you're going to teach that somebody else is, is not going to believe. So why is the one Santa Claus thing, the kryptonite in, in, well, I don't want them to ruin this, so I'll allow them to believe in something that you even know. No matter what we feel about it personally, it definitely goes against just say the Christian belief, and you still want your child to believe that just for the sake of not ruining some other child's experience. 
Well, that's not what I said. So I said okay. that I didn't want my child to be that person that walked around and said that Santa isn't real. Right. So whether I teach my child or allow my child to believe that Santa is real or not, um, the conversation will definitely be, hey, um, not all people, you know, believe what we believe you know don't right. go around like don't go with killing everybody you know like you said because like terry said earlier they get to this point where they're arrogant about it you know they have this this slice of information this tea that no one else has right. you know and then it becomes this combative type of conversation versus something meaningful and progressive and, and so kids aren't going to keep a secret you can tell them not to say it all you right. want to but, but when I'm not, they feel like they know something that the other kids don't, they're saying it. But That's I'm not. I'm, but I'm not even. But what I'm saying is, I'm not even saying keep a secret. What I'm saying is, is that there's a, there's a lot of things that you're going to teach your kids that other kids may not be taught or even believe in. So, what, but what I'm saying, but that's not going to stop you from teaching your kid right. what you want them to be taught. So I'm saying, well, for, and you never technically, I guess, answered if you if you would teach your kids. That Santa Claus is real. And at, this, but at this point, I don't know. Right. But I think I think what I will teach my kids, because like you said, my kids are probably going to have different views. Every kid has different views on a lot of different things because sure. parents, you know, environment, you know, whatever. But what I but what is important for me to teach my kids is how to have the conversation with someone else when their views, their ideas are different than for yours. Sure. For sure. Um, so I think that's the most important part to me. Um, because like even like you the example you gave about don't hit some, you know, what was it? If somebody hits you, don't hit them mm -hmm. back. Or, you know, there's some parents that say, no, if somebody hits you, you hit them back. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and that so. That would be me. <laughs> and I teach my child, you know, one way and he goes to school. And now with social media, they get exposed to right. a whole lot of things that parents don't even get a chance to have a conversation with their kids. Sure. And they already have this, you know, but my, but what's important for me is my child knowing how to have the conversation with other people, mm -hmm. even when their beliefs and ideas are different. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's what's most important. Like I said, sure. I don't want my child to be the one, um, you know, like I said, being arrogant or combative or argumentative about right. whatever it is. But, um, but, but So let me ask you this. So let's take the whole argumentative side out of it. Let's, let's take the snitching side out of it. Let's just take that out of the equation for one second. Them even ruin it for anybody, whatever. Just strictly off of principle, Christian, like even to the, the extent of the, the, the question that Terry posed today, is Santa Claus existence a problem? Like, do, do you think that it is, and I don't know if right or wrong it has to be the, the answer, but do you think it's right or wrong when it comes down to you as a Christian, just say running a Christian household and teaching your kids about like even giving them the, the both, like th there's a Jesus and a Santa Claus and Santa Claus is bringing you gifts and Jesus is bringing you gifts. Like, do you think that's a problem as opposed to just saying like Santa Claus is a character, just like Frosty the Snowman is a character, just like the Grinch is a character. You, you hear what I'm saying? And I'm talking about just strictly not Kelly. I'm just saying the Christian principal household is what I'm saying. Like, because this is, this, we're, you know, we're preacher's kids. So we kind of talk right. from the Christian community. And I, I would say, again, as Kelly, um, okay. I don't know if I was taught about Santa Claus as I was taught about Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, you know, those were two totally separate things. I'm sure it was, you know, I, like I said, I can't remember those conversations, but right. I can imagine um, 
that it was more like I said, Cassandra wasn't a huge deal in my house. Mm. Um, you know, I may have gotten a gift from Santa. You know, I may I probably have some pictures with Santa. Mm. Um, but it wasn't, you know, this huge thing. You gotta write a list to Santa, you gotta do the, you know, what I'm like it wasn't like this this whole big thing from what I can remember. Do I did I get gifts from Santa? Did I take a picture with Santa? Did I do all of that? Most definitely. Um we mainly did the list thing in school. You know, right, like I said, you I write the list in school and, tell, and then they tell you take it home to your parents. And now uh, you can't do that anymore, of course. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, you can't do that anymore. You can't even say, Santa, like, we're planning a holiday party now, what we call it a winter fest. Um, and, you know, you can do, you know, snowmen and those type of things, but Santa Claus, and mm -mm, you can't do any of that in school anymore. Um, but Santa's not religious. I don't get that. Can't but. do any of that in school anymore. Nope. So. But would but wouldn't even wouldn't Santa be a problem to Terry's point earlier for just say the poor kid who doesn't get anything? So if everybody believes in Santa Claus and they didn't get anything and they were and they behaved well, yeah, and they're right. like this whole thing's a sham, right? <laughs> I mean, I think that I mean, I think that's the problem. I think as opposed to just putting it on the parent, <laughs> like my, my parents but see, are poor, but that could be a problem with that too. So that that could be a problem with the idea of gift giving in general. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, back to why why is the gifts even necessary? You know, I remember enjoying Christmas because I tell you that Monday back from school in January, clean, fresh, mm -hmm. every time, you know. Mm -hmm. But and that's because whether there was a center or not, my parents had the means to mm -hmm. get me what it is that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Whether there's a center or not for those who are in need, um, they're still going to feel some type of way about not getting the gift, whether I didn't get it from Santa or I didn't get it from my parents, mm. you know, or I got socks and gloves because that's what the school collected and sent home with me Friday mm. before, you know. So I think that now that's definitely a problem with the whole idea of having to give gifts um, in general, because not mm. everyone has the means to do the same thing that other people do, you know, mm. and that's why they have, you know, the angel trees and, um, you know, churches collect gifts and do those type of things to make sure that people in need can get it. But I do see now I do see that as a problem with gift giving um, in the idea of Santa Claus and someone bringing something and, you know, you know, and, and, and well, when you see the movies, you know, hold on, because when you see the movies, when you see the idea of it, like you said, there's a tree and then there's thousands of gifts underneath the tree, mm -hmm, you know, and then. Mm -hmm. So this is my fantasy. This is my mm -hmm. idea of what it looks like as a five, six, seven-year-old, you know, mm -hmm. kid. And mm -hmm. then I get to my tree, you know, and then there's if, one if you gift. got a tree. Right. If you have yeah. a tree, and there's there's one gift, there's there's two gifts. So mm -hmm. I definitely see that as um even beyond religion, just taking away mm -hmm. the purpose of kind of why we're here. Mm -hmm. Um, because not everyone has the same. Mm -hmm you know, opportunity to do the same mm -hmm. thing for their kids. So can, can we at least agree? And first of all, the angel tree organization, I used to work with numerous holidays, uh, which was some of the best yet most awkward times ever, because when you show up to somebody's house and you're like, Hey, we've got these gifts for you because we know you can't, they're really happy, but you feel really weird. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's supposed to make you feel good, but it, it, it weirdly doesn't. It makes you mm -hmm. feel like, okay, I'm not looking down on you though. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just trying mm -hmm. to help. Uh, so, so I've got nothing but good things to say about them, but I think, can we all just agree on the demonization of Santa Claus is wrong? Like I told you guys before we started my uncle calling him Satan Claus and putting up signs in his yard saying, you know, Satan Claus isn't work welcome here. And, 
you know, and that demonization of Santa can we just as an idea, can we just say that that is wrong? Yeah, because I feel like just what from you just told me the school's kind of doing it too. When I mean, the whole idea about Santa Claus is just to promote the idea, the ideology of being generous, you know, and and being giving and being appreciative. That's why you leave cookies and milk out for Santa, is because you're trying to appreciate what he's giving you no you're trying to woo him into getting the gift. oh no that's, it's too late no that's you're, why you you're gotta, supposed to be good the whole year that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's why you got to behave yeah make, no make behaving it. is one thing i think parents just make made it, that up making a list and checking it twice santa yeah. is a hard motherfucker man but that's the evolution of it that's not where it started it nobody started in- jesus is offering forgiveness santa want perfection and y'all, no. and y'all want kids to believe. Hey, Jesus got out. rules too now. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is not checking lists twice. None of that. All God has a list too. There's ten things he, on it. He, he no, but he also he sent his son, and all you got to do is just believe in him. And listen, your list can be overflowing like a CVS receipt because why can't we just look? They both have beards. One of them's brown. One of them's white. Why can't we just say that Santa is old Jesus? I don't know about that. In reference to in reference, in reference to the whole demonization of of Santa being wrong, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to use the word wrong. Is it necessary? No, but wrong. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think that deeply enough about it. Whether I feel like it's like wrong, like it's a person, and we're like, they don't cancel. Because I don't think I don't think Christmas would would go away if if they said you can't say Santa ever again. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, because because the biggest magic in whatever movie you see, like whether it's about Santa Claus or just a family, it's the going to the tree in the morning with the gifts, opening it up, everybody in pajamas, throwing paper. That that's the magic. You outside riding your bike, the neighbor got their bike. Like that's what you that's the that's the real connection. And I think if Santa Claus didn't provide that, I don't think it would be a disaster. Is it cool to have? Does it add flair? Big jolly guy, whatever, sure. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think Santa, to me, me personally, I don't think Santa is that deep where if you strip him from it. But and and on the flip side, sadly to say, I think if you strip Jesus from it, I don't think it would disappear either. Yeah, I mean, you're right about that. Well, yeah, no, I mean, like, look, if you took every religious text on the planet to do with Christianity and you destroyed them all in a thousand years, Christianity is not going to exist again. It, it's not going to come back on its own without the, you know, without the doctrine. It's just not going to, at least not in its same form. It might be something, a variation or different, but, um, but the whole thing with Santa, uh, Santa Claus started as St. Nicholas in Scandinavian, Northern Europe. Like it had nothing to do with this. Like I said, the, the day was different. And it was just, it was just a, he was a figure that was just meant to represent kindness and generosity. And he would just go around and give free gifts to children on this one day, you know? So it, it originally didn't even have anything to do with Christmas and it didn't have anything to do with being good or bad. Every kid got a gift. Uh, so it's kind of, it's kind of evolved over the years, you know, now all of a sudden you got to be good and there's. I mean, just look at the elf on the shelf. We just started that. <laughs> like 20 years ago, somebody just started that and said, oh, this is Santa's little spy. And we're going to, do you guys know what the elf on the shelf is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is Santa's little spy. We're going to put him up here. So he's watching you. 
that is just something parents made up to help control their kids. That's it. Right. right. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. But that we've been doing that for hundreds of years. We just make shit up. And if it lasts long enough, it just becomes the way it is. But, but which is why I say I don't think it's necessarily wrong or I just think it's just unnecessary. Like, is it necessary to go out your way and be trying to, like, bash Santa? I don't think it's that deep. But no, I think it time, just makes you a wet blanket. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I just but I, I don't I don't necessarily think it's wrong. Like, I don't I don't think Santa is is, you know, what? Go ahead, Kelly. No, no, no. I had oh. already said. I mean, no, go ahead. I thought, no, you were, I thought you were getting ready to say something. But again, it, it all comes down to where, where your priorities are. Because that same person that I'm telling you about, that was all against Santa and whatnot. And he's he's so devout. And he's like, everything has to be about God and, and Jesus and my religion. And, you know, like I said, he's he's pretty Pentecostal, even though it's different now. But anyway, uh, but that same guy has accumulated quite a bit of money and quite a bit of possessions and quite a bit of this. I mean, if, if being Christ-like is so important to you, why don't you cast off all those worldly goods and serve mankind like you're supposed to? So why is Santa so bad and you having three or four cars is good? I mean, I feel you. I just still don't yeah. think it's wrong. I just think it's unnecessary. Yeah, I, I mean, so I would agree with you, Terry, in your question of... It's fun um, for kids. That's why it's necessary. It's, it's just a fun thing so kids can feel like there's a little more magic in the world until they grow up and realize there is. But, but what I'm telling you as a person who never had to believe in Santa Claus, it was the joy of me having a scooter and my neighbors having a scooter is right. where I found my joy. Like, I didn't care where it came from. You feel what right. I'm saying? So that's, what, so that's why I'm saying, like, Santa is a I agree. It is a cool thing to have. I get that. But I don't. I also don't think he's one hundred percent necessary. That if he was taken away, that the the magic of Christmas would. You're still yeah. You're saying you're still going to enjoy the day. You're still going to enjoy right. your presence. Right. But the right. only difference is it took a little bit of magic away from the world for you. You know, and it's not like, a, just for a time period. And like, I mean, I'm talking about like from maybe two to eight. That's probably, you know, it's it's light light season. Yeah, and I think because if Santa was real and actually dropping off gifts through your chimney, I think that we would be doing a disservice to the world um, by removing Santa. But since Santa does nothing, um, I would agree. <laughs> right. You, you, mean, you mean like if he was a real person? Right, you know. Right, Santa, right, right. You know, right. So if we were talking about, right, a Santa, a right, real right, person, right. dropping right, off right. gifts, and right. now we are stopping these young kids where parents sure. can't buy gifts, For you know, sure. and, right. and like I said, and Santa is giving gifts, and, you know, right. religiously, you know, then right. I, I would have an issue with that, especially right. when we talk about people with without means. Sure. Um, but because Santa, like I said, doesn't really do anything, right. then right. I agree. Um, taking away Santa doesn't really change anything, right? Will it change the magic? Some of the magic in it, you know, stand, you know, people stand in line for hours to get a picture with Santa to put on a mug, mm. you know, to drink coffee out of Christmas morning, like, right, that, right, you know, right, right. <laughs> that's a huge thing. And right. I still very much enjoy the holiday um, season. Hang on, just before you keep going, uh, we have a little bit of a, a conflict here. I wanted to make sure I was right. Saint Nicholas was an actual real person. Um, he was a bishop living uh, in the third century, which is now modern-day Turkey. He don't uh, listen, Kelly. He don't listen. He don't listen, Kelly. 
She said if Santa Claus was real. If he was actually sliding through chimneys and dropping off gifts to, especially to the kids who can't get them, is what she said. Yeah. But I'm just saying he isn't a real person now, but if, he if, was a if real that, person. If that Wikipedia that you're reading doesn't say that he was sliding through chimneys, <laughs> dropping off kids to, to, to the presence of kids who can't get them, then your point is not valid to what okay. Kelly is All saying. All of that was true except for the sliding through chimneys. Wow. The rest was absolutely true. So to Saint Nick, what? Well, right? I said no to his community. Exactly. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> but he also encouraged other people to do the same. You know, this is this is square one. That's what all right. Back, that's what we're back to. Right. <laughs> we're back to square one. <laughs> oh, and it was December sixth, by the way. I was wrong. Gotcha. Go, go ahead, uh, But no, I mean that no, that's 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 all I was saying. That because because Santa Claus doesn't really do anything, um, I don't think it would it would change anything at all. Actually, right. like like we talked about before, I think that people will probably be able to kind of save more money and more time and more energy in life um mm. if Santa did not exist. Um, and I, I think I oh go ahead, I'm sorry I thought you were done. no I was about to say but to Terry's point I also do understand the magic of it all right 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 mm-hmm. and, and that's why and that's why I'm saying like it's it's like a it's almost like if, if Christmas was like just say a barbecue rib or whatever and it already was flavorful but then Santa Claus was like some type of little barbecue sauce just to add to it like it don't need it but right. sure, maybe it's better with it sure whatever but if you didn't have the sauce you are gonna still fuck the ribs right. up you know what I'm saying that's what I'm saying. And how about this? Just just for a little extra zhuzh. Um, remember I told you that Jesus' birthday was decided at the Council of Nicaea? Mm-hmm. Council of Nicaea was in, 13, or, uh, was in 325 uh, A.D. But St. Nicholas was born in 270 A.D. So he actually predates Christ's birth being on Christmas. Okay. Oh, I mean, just saying, he just saying he was there first. He was there first. But I'm I, I've already said if you took Jesus out of Christmas, I don't think it would disappear either. That's what I'm saying. Like no, I don't no, think... I was just throwing it in there because I didn't know that until just right now. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I don't I don't like to say because to, to me it is it's more big business to me. Like if if I'm a company and it's the end of the year and I'm getting rid of shit like Black Friday, Christmas, whatever. Like that's that's what this is for. And and Santa Claus and all this other stuff. Just help sell it, like. But they're gonna think, do think, that with everything. But I'm saying, but think about think about when you see Christmas lights and wreaths and shit like that. That makes me feel like I'm this is I'm in the spirit. Like I hear the, the Christmas music playing in the store. You want to spend money? You feel what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a. So for me, it makes you feel good, and when you feel good, you want to spend more money. Right. But what I'm saying yeah. is, but that part doesn't come from me, whether I take a picture with Santa or not. It's the whole just I'm not for you because you didn't have Santa. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying in general, if if Santa or Jesus did not exist in Christmas, I don't think that I think certain people would be upset, obviously, but I think the whole big Christmas would not disappear because the magic is in the gift giving and receiving and right. being with family and seeing the tree and the whatever, whatever. I think there'd be a lot of sad five year olds out there that they wouldn't be as happy as if they did have it. Because there'll be a lot of people who will make it to five that'll never know about Santa Claus, and, and they'll just be like, yeah, and they, they, because gifts, this is what we want. We want stuff. That's, that's what we want. Yeah, but it's, it's, I don't know, man. It feels different when it's a little kid. You know, when it's a young kid, and they're, you know, because their brains aren't developed. 
So they're just easier to trick. That's Once again, you're going off of when we were kids. These kids are more developed than us because they got exposure. Still. And I, yeah. I wonder the percentage of um, adults our age that believed in Santa Claus and the percentage of students now or kids now that believe in Santa Claus. I wonder, I wonder I, what that looks like. I bet the age when you find out Santa isn't real is, is definitely younger. Mm -hmm. um, but I've got two nephews um, that I have watched over the years, and it wasn't very long ago. Uh when Santa was very much real to them. And right, that was, right. uh, that's, you know, I can't, I don't know exactly when they stopped. I think it was like around seven or eight when they stopped believing, but they, it was definitely there. <clears throat> and, you know, it, like I said, it just feels more magical. Just mm. feels like the world is a little bigger, mm. you know, because once you start taking this stuff out. But see, once again, it feels magical to the people who can actually receive gifts because if you can't, you like fuck Santa. You feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, if, like, just think about it. Like, if I'm a parent who can't get my kid gifts, I almost love Santa because it takes the pressure off of me. Like, I'm, I'm, don't look at me as the person who could do it. Santa didn't do it. You feel what I'm saying? But, like, but as a kid, like, if, if I'm, if, if there was no Santa Claus and it was just strictly based off of what your parents could get you, well, that right. would be my everyday life. So I've been seeing you, <laughs> I've been seeing you eat steak and lobster and me eating noodles. So right. if, if Christmas, if you got nicer stuff than me, like, that's an everyday thing. But if I'm expecting Santa Claus, like, okay, I behave. But I, it's made not, my, I made my list. He, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to send it off to him and he's going to give me these things because I followed the rules and I don't get it. Not because Santa Claus didn't think I was good enough. It's because in real life, my parents couldn't get it. And so now I don't get that same magic. Every and, look, and the every magic parent, is cool as long as you can get it. That's what I'm every saying. parent has the ability to get their child a gift. I don't care what you say. No. Nobody's that poor because things like Angel, uh, things like Angel Tree exist. Things like Toys for Tots exist. Um, so if you're that poor to where you can't go down to the dollar store and and spend two or three bucks to at least you get don't. some little stuff or something, you can't make that assumption. You don't know every person in the world. No, but I know about the world. And if you can't, and that's fine. If you ain't got two or three bucks extra to spend Dollar Tree, that's fine. That's when these programs come into place. You know, if you want to give your child a gift, there's nothing in this world that needs to stop you. But those, but those, those programs don't accept every single person. And, and they, all, they all have a limit. If you don't have two or three dollars, you will get accepted. But I'm, I'm saying, but there's more. There's a there's more people without two or three dollars than they than there is the capacity that they have to, to accept is what I'm saying. So there, there you 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 can't tell me that there's somebody in the world that's not going without a Christmas present. Like that, that's that's a, that's or at least a Christmas present that they wanted. Um, well, now see, that's a different story. So, right. That's if it's so, a desire, if it's a want. Right. That's it, so I wanted a PS5, as someone said earlier, you know, and I got some little trinkets from. The Dollar Tree. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely going to feel like you said, and like Rudy said, I I, I was good all year. I followed I the rules. Yeah. Right. I followed the rules. My mom held this over my head all year, right. you know, and then I wrote a PS5, you know, mm -hmm. or a pair of Jordans, you know, and you I didn't get, get nothing on your list. I got some I got some shoes from Dollar General, you know, yeah. and some little toys from the Dollar Tree. Well, that's uh, when you lie to them. You say, like, 
Well, he's not allowed to sell PS5. It's a legal thing. You know, it's <laughs> copywritten. But it's a nigga at the school with a PS5 who right. believe in Santa as well. And Santa oh, dropped, yeah. Yeah, that's Santa, true. Santa yeah, dropped yeah. him off one. Yeah. So once yeah. again, I'm going to hate Santa. I'm going to hate Santa because yeah, no, you're, you're I right, followed I the rules and I did. And, and I made a list and you gave me something I ain't even, I didn't list none of this. Nothing you gave me was on yeah. my list. <laughs> I didn't tell you to give me a cap gun. So right. now, right. So, so now when I go to school and stuff, now I'm gonna act bad. Why be good? Because I don't, I don't, I don't, there's no reward for it for me. Right. There's kids who act bad who still got Jordan, who still got whatever, and it's because not Santa, but they parents right. can't afford. Is right. that what I'm saying? So Santa's cool. I, I'm not. I'm not. If Santa I think what we came down to here at the end is each situation is different. So just handle yours accordingly. But we say that about everything. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't say that about this. I, I say fuck Santa. We just get Santa all the way out of there and and just buy gifts. If you want to buy gifts, just buy gifts. But he's Santa, a real sweetheart, folks. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't, because no, nah, because I'm 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 rooting for the underdog. And you know what? The underdogs don't fuck get the everything. Easter Bunny. Fuck the Tooth Fairy. Get them all out. <laughs> but he's somebody don't really do that. I mean, what you just do? He brings you chocolates. But everybody, he everybody. hides the eggs, which I've never no. understood. Right? It's like Jesus is coming back. Quick, hide the eggs. Like that's <laughs> the father's easy. But he hates eggs. Is, is the costume? Nobody. Yeah, anybody think about it. I think my closing statement before you're probably going to kick it to church announcements is this has made me want to call my social worker first thing in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) What do we need to do now? To get some kids some presents. Um, Right. I think that is what that is what's first on my plate. That's what Jesus would want you to do for his birthday. Yes. But Santa will want you to receive him while the other kids got (laughs) to suffer. I don't think that's what Santa wants, man. <laughs> well, no, because if that's what if that's not what he wanted, he would have gave them give, them kids some gifts. But Jesus saying, "Listen, y'all with the means, give it to the." That's what Christmas need to be about. Everybody who got the means don't get shit. You I buy think, gifts for, for for the poor. I think for every- the poor and don't give them no bullshit. Don't try to go to the dollar store. Buy what you would want. What, make your list and let, buy them that. Louis Vuitton, red bottoms, PS fives, all that. Do let's, that. Let's and cut that, it down and the middle. Real. Here, let's meet in the middle. Ready? So for every kid, I mean, for every for every toy you buy your kid and you tell them it's from Santa Claus, you have to buy another toy and give it to one of those organizations. No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? You give nah. one to somebody less fortunate. Nah. You give one to your own kid. No, nah, you can get you you can give your kids gifts. You can give your kids gifts. I think three, that's fair. You I can think give your Rudy's kids, being unreasonable. No, you can give your kids gifts three hundred and sixty four days out the year, but on Christmas. If you have money or middle class or whatever, you don't get shit, okay? You buy stuff for the people who can't afford gifts. And don't buy them bullshit. Do you, you think that you write, middle class people just get you gifts write, all the time? You write, I was middle class, yes. You write, your, you, write, you write your list and you check it twice and you make sure that you buy everything on that, that list that you want for yourself, you get it for somebody else. That's I got what, gifts that's on my what birthday Christmas, and Christmas, and that's, that's what, it. That's what Christmas need to be about. My birthday, Christmas. Those well, are the two days I got gifts. I don't get them on either, so whatever. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I'm sorry your life has been less magical you, than it mother, could have been. I was with you motherfuckers on my birthday. Hmm. <laughs> eating, eating pancakes and telling jokes. And that was the day before your birthday? What, you went to Stone Mountain Park on your birthday. Mm. Wow. Waffle House. Social media stalker. Church announcements. Thank you all. (laughs) 
for continuing to listen. Um, Rudy was definitely on a hundred today. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he hates gifts. He hates this it. Christmas season in in Rudy is like is is something. We're um, a year later and he still hates presents. We we in the same place we were this time last year. It's not presents. Um, it's Christmas presents. But <laughs> I like presents. It's Christmas presents. <laughs> Right. Glad we didn't get him a birthday present because clearly you yeah. don't get Rudy presents. Oh, I thought driving up there and making him breakfast was enough. But <laughs> no, you know. no, it was. It was seriously. No, that was amazing. You guys um, <laughs> but follow us on Instagram at the worst ones PK. Um, thank you to our 500 million followers, uh, 500 million, 1,000 followers. Um, but follow us on the worst ones PK. And thank y'all for listening all the way through the holidays. We are sacrificing making. Uh, shooting double episodes and stuff to make sure that you guys get this content. So I also want to shout that out to my my, my crew here and Janessa. Um, when you're having happen. your holiday functions, make sure you just put these on in the background so you can start <laughs> arguments. You feel me? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and so when you when you're putting this on in the background um, of your holiday functions, how to find us is on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. Wherever you find your podcast, there you go. Type in the worst ones podcast. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Um, again, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for making it this far. We appreciate and we love you. At Princess Kells 51. Hey. <laughs> Never gets old. Right. <laughs> Oh, at Terry Wayne Comedy for all your horrible comedy needs. Uh, that's on all social media platforms. Still got the tour going, uh, Wizard of Haas, uh, with three other great comedians. Um, one of them uh, actually had to pull out of some shows. His, uh, his parents uh, back in India both were hospitalized with COVID. Mm. Um, but I hear they're doing well. Uh, I hear the father's still on uh, a ventilator, but um so you know keep them in your prayers and uh and rudy stick around after uh because i gotta talk to you about some of that stuff and uh if you want to catch me uh i am in miami uh on the 18th with the wizard of Haas, uh and that is uh, just the funny sweet just the funny shout out just the funny mm-hmm. like that place uh, for myself at Rudy of all trades, just like Jack of all trades, except Rudy, uh, it's my personal page and at the podcast official page. Uh, if you want to join that conversation, we shoot it on zoom live. You can join the zoom 815-499-0955. Last Monday of every month, 7 30 PM Eastern standard time. Melanated brews. All things beer and coffee. That's Janessa's business page. Did the sound just go out? I feel like something's happened. Nope. There was there was definitely a white noise that just kind of disappeared. I don't know. Did Terry, you unplug for something? Terry's frozen. That's what it is. I'm about oh, to say something just happened. I'm like, I okay. like I yeah, I'm like, I hear some type of change just happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and at J Rihanna, double underscore is her personal page. Shout out. Jay Rihanna, Janessa Rowland in her absence. We miss you. We love um, you. And of course, interested sponsors, holla at a player if you want to uh, sponsor this beautiful podcast that we got going. 
Wrapping up season one, we got one more episode at the end of season one. We come back strong. Actually, no, this is the last episode of season one. Um, this is it, guys. This is the last episode of season one. This is it for the year, huh? This is the next one. The next one, the next episode will be season two, episode one. Oh, oh. well, again, thank you all for rocking with us this first this first season. Um well now yeah. I'm really bummed out that uh that Janessa isn't here. I know that you won't be here for the last one. This is the last one. He just said, and the first one. Yeah, Yeah. she won't be here for the last one and the first one. So, Mm -hmm. Um, oh, well, we miss you, Janessa. We love you. Oh, well. Well, until next time or until next season. Thank thank y'all for rocking with us. Happy New Year. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. Make 2022, 2022. Better than 2021 and all the other ones. Um, yeah, we out. Love y'all. Yeah. the world.